I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Before we chat with today's guest, I always like to remind people if you want to do the 90-day mentoring challenge, check out ako.nz365guy.com. Otherwise, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Scotland, one of my favorite countries in the world. She's just started working for Microsoft, but last month, she just became an MVP or thereabouts as well. So uh, probably one of the shortest lived MVPs in the history of MVPs, but I wanted to get her on the show so she can tell her story uh, because I think it's awesome. So she's a TS technical specialist at Microsoft. She's passionate about Dynamics 365 marketing. She's a Taekwondo black belt, so don't mess with her for the past 12 years, if I get that right. Check out check her out on Twitter, Deliana Raldova. Uh, or her blog, uh, which is uh, delianaroldova.wordpress.com. Deliana, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. Did I pronounce your last name right? You gave it a good try. <laughs> it's Deliana Rodolova, uh, but people have struggled with it for a while now, so I just tell them to call me Didi. It's nice and simple. I like it. So you're based in Scotland. But I take it that you didn't originate in Scotland. Can you tell us a bit about where you're from? I'm originally from Bulgaria. Mm -hmm. Do you know where that is? I do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, somebody asked me once if it was a continent. So after that, I, I always give people the chance to, to ask me more. And so Bulgaria, <clears throat> I came to Scotland. It must have been... 11 years now, I came for uni, I went to Stirling Uni, did computing science and management science, and then I just loved it, so I just stayed, yeah, so now I'm based in Glasgow in Scotland. Wow, so could you classify yourself as a Glaswegian? I don't think so, because I still pronounce my T's, I think that's the test, when you stop pronouncing your T's, I think then you, you, you can count yourself as a proper Glaswegian, but no, I'm too pedantic for this. Classic. Tell me, tell me about your home country. If I was to visit there, what are the must things I must see, what's the food I must eat, and uh, what advice do you have for me? So advice number one is don't go to Sunny Beach. Everybody goes to Sunny Beach and it's the most touristic, popular place that it just you're not going. It's it's a good place to go, but you're not going to go get the vibes. Um, it's a really nice country to go and it's nice both in the summer. If you like to go to the seaside, uh, we have the Black Sea on the east. Um, we have lovely beaches and we also have a lot of ski resources if you prefer winter sports. So absolutely lovely all way around. We have very cheap beer, if that's your thing. Um, we have really good wine. 
So yeah, sports. If you want to be healthy, you can be healthy. If you don't want to go be healthy and just want to go for a drinking trip, it still works. I love it. I love it. The closest I have been to Bulgaria is Turkey. I've been to Tur- Turkey, and then yeah, on the other side, Croatia. I've been to Hungary as well. So those are probably the closest, but they're still a country away, aren't they? You got uh, Serbia and Romania between. Yeah, but it's still. I think Turkey. Mm, I think Turkey is probably the closest in terms of, uh, in terms of culture and in terms of food as well. We have a lot of things. There are things that if you go to Turkey, they would say that's a typical Turkish food. But if you go to Bulgaria, we would say exactly the same, just like Greece and every other country in the area. When you talked about that beach, is that on the Black Sea? I take it that you're referring to that. That that's very touristic. Yeah, well, Sunny Beach is a city along the Black Sea, and it's usually where most of the people go because it, it, it's good if you want to get a touristic experience, but not really if you want to get the proper, authentic um, vibes. So is there any kind of, you know, like when I was in... Um... When I was in Turkey, I went to places like um, oh, I can't even remember the name. Where all the balloons that the, the it's one of the major balloon sites. Cappadocia is is what it was. As an and it's just amazing experience. Are there any kind of you know like natural wonders or anything like that in Bulgaria that's worth visiting? So my favorite one is <clears throat> we have loads of mineral natural hot springs. So that's probably one of the nicest things. I always go back and do it in winter. There is a re- it's loads of them, but the one we go to is in a, in a tiny city in the middle of nowhere. And it's a little house. It's a, <clears throat> like a B&B type of place. It's a small hotel and they have that little pool outdoors in their backyard. So you go in the pool, it's outside. It could be snowing. It could be minus 33 is what it was one year. And you're just sitting there and it's something probably around 37 degrees the temperature of the water and you can have your glass of wine you can have your prosecco so it's and it's all natural which is so lovely nice tell me about taekwondo taekwondo yeah that's fun love taekwondo definitely makes me a better person if i don't go to class for a few weeks i become a much worse version of myself (laughs) um it's it's really good. I find it it really helped me to balance everything out because you probably know yourself that we need to talk to a lot of customers nine to five. And it's not even nine to five. It's whenever you have to talk to customers. So it's really nice to have somewhere to, to go after that and just let it all out without having to think how proper you look or how proper you sound. Yeah, so true. Have you ever had to use... Uh, taekwondo and self-defense? Not in self-defense, but I think the mental, because one of the main things you learn, one of the first things you learn is you shouldn't be using it. It's not something that you should be using just because you can. Um, But the mental discipline that I have got in my taekwondo practice is a thing that's something has helped me massively in everything in life. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. So, Tell me a bit about now, you know, living in Scotland, how that differs from your your home culture and how have you kind of assimilated into, you know, Scottish lifestyle? So I think the cultures 
are not as different as you might think. And that that was one of the one of the first things that I was really surprised when I came in, came to Scotland. <clears throat> and have you been to Scotland before? Many times, many times. Many yes. times, good, yeah. Um, so I, I absolutely love Scotland. I don't like London that much, but the vibes, the Scottish vibes, are so much different. And I think, especially Glasgow, is exactly the right size for me. <clears throat> it's not too big, but it's not too small. Um, People like drinking, just like we do back home. We have bagpipes here. We have bagpipes in Bulgaria. So there, I don't even think it do, it didn't feel like a culture shock at all. Um, so I, it just fe- felt like like something slightly different, but not definitely not too different. So good. Tell us about your story, particularly your story in the last couple of years. Well, the last few months have been so eventful. It, it just things didn't stop happening in the past few months. Um, but in terms of if we go back a few years, <clears throat> I think for me, my Microsoft community story probably started in Dublin about um, two, three years ago, must have been now. And at that point, I was a consultant. My line manager was Mark Christie. Yep, I know him well. Yeah, you know, Mark. <laughs> so we went to Dublin. At this point, I went to Dublin mostly for, I, there was a user group. Uh, it wasn't a user group, sorry. It was a, one of the Saturday uh, Power Platform starter days. Um, so uh, I didn't even, when I booked my ticket, I didn't realize how big that event was going to be for me. I just went for the party and because I wanted to catch up with the people. Um, and at that point, I had just spent the the three months before the event learning marketing because um, so I, what happened was I was on holiday for two weeks and I came back on the Monday back to work. And then they said that we have got our first, dyna- it was just when Dynamics Marketing was coming out. So nobody knew knew what it was or how, how, to, how to make it do things. So I was there on the Monday, um, still having the chilled post-holiday vibes, um, not have my head in it at all. And then I remember my boss coming over and said, um, do you know what you're going to do next week? And I couldn't remember what I had done before when I before my holiday because it was two weeks. So I was like, no, but you tell me. I'm sure it's going to be fun. And then they said we had got our first Dynamics Marketing customer and that we had to go on site um, and give them training how to use it. And then they said that I'm going to do it. I was like, that's good, but how who is going to teach me before I teach other people? And then <laughs> the guy said, but it's it's okay because we managed to push it back by a week. It doesn't start today. So then I had a week of, it was a very intense week, <laughs> as you probably can, can imagine. I think I read through the documentation, the Microsoft Docs about a million times because now, when you do everything virtual, you can look things up. But when you're in a room with a customer, you can't exactly. And when you're sharing your screen, you can, <laughs> you can't really. Uh, yeah, so it was it was stressful, but it was the right pressure and kick I needed at the time. So I sat down, learned it. A few months later, was um, Dublin. 
So that was the background. And in Dublin, as I said, I went for the party. But then Mark told a few people that I'm the marketing expert. And at that point, I didn't think I was because I was just happy that I managed to pull off the training. And um, But then it almost, the rumor started before... And people believed it before I believed it myself. And then people start, it was so cool, yeah, because it was, I almost got pulled into that direction and it was such a good place to be. But I never, I'm so grateful that Mark made it happen because at that point I didn't know it was, it was something I wanted to do. And then it just started to happen very naturally. People started me asking, asking me questions and then it just the natural curiosity kicked in because there were at the time there were many things I didn't know, but because people were giving me all exposure to those problems and questions, I went and found out so that I can I can help them out. And it just started to snowball from there. And then I think the more you get exposure to something, the more comfortable and curious you get. So that's how it all started for me. Wow, I thought so I'm cool. going on a drinking session and then, yeah. <laughs> and then it wasn't. Well, it was, but not only. Yeah. So were you at the first Scottish summit? Uh, yeah, that must have been two years ago. So the very first one, because I, like, I was there um, and I don't remember seeing you. I don't know why we didn't. Oh, yeah. Did we not? End, is that the one where we ended up in the casino? Did you yeah, end up in the yeah, 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 definitely. That, <laughs> oh, that's the one. That's the one. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, the one. I didn't realize uh, Glasgow had such a cool casino. That was a, such an awesome venue. <laughs> it so was a good fun. venue, and it was the one that um, didn't kick us out at two 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 a.m., which is when most places close here. So we didn't choose it for the venue, but I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So tell us about becoming an MVP. Yeah, well, so that was another thing that happened much quicker than I I expected. Um, so I got, I've been doing, at that point, I had been doing a lot of community stuff and I loved it because it made me feel, as I was saying, the more you become aware of something, the more time you put in, the more invested you get and the more satisfaction you get um, when you discover something new or when you help somebody. So it was the natural thing to do because it was giving me so much satisfaction. And then um, and then I started speaking at events and then that was absolutely amazing as well because you get to meet even more people and do networking on a bigger scale. So I was doing that, but without, for me it was more, I wanted to be, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be popular. It wasn't about, I didn't have the MVP. I was so... I seeing people becoming an MVP was an amazing thing, but I didn't think it would be me. I just I just wanted to speak to as many people as possible. And then one day I got nominated <laughs> and that was it was amazing. It was definitely a bit of a shock. Um because what I did I didn't get any any heads up. So it meant that it was all very it was great, but I was I was I was genuinely very surprised. And then, um, and then it took. A... What month was it? Roundabout. Um, I think it must have been March. No, sorry, I submitted it in March, so it must have been February because it took me about a month to just, you know, yourself. It 
submitting your contributions is probably the most difficult part in the whole process. Mm-hmm. And then, so you, what, when did you get awarded your MVP? So I got nominated in February, um, submitted my thing in March, and then nothing happened for a few months, um, which almost made me think that it probably wasn't meant to be. So, but then I still kept submitting uh, more contributions every month, and I got it on the 30th of August. And it was an amazing story because I was here walking and I knew that if it was going to happen, it, that, would, that, that was going to be literally the last chance because I knew at that point I had signed my contract with, uh, with Microsoft. So I knew it was either on that day or never. And then it was the worst day to go here walking, but it was a big group and we didn't have, there was no reception, no data of that mountain, that hill. And I kept refreshing my email, but when you don't have data, it doesn't, it doesn't help refreshing it. Uh, so it was, I was, I was very impatient to, to get back to civilization and get some Wi-Fi. Um, but yeah, when we went down in the city, I refreshed my email and I had an email from the MVP, MVP staff saying that I have, I, I have had it. It was amazing. I was so happy. I was pro, pro, people probably thought I was being a bit weird, just crazy dancing in the street. That is so cool. And so you became an MVP, and then, and then, how long after that date did you start working at Microsoft? <laughs> yep. So I became an MVP. Um, 30th of August, 1st of September. Um, I put it all over LinkedIn and social media because for me, that's when it becomes real. When you share it on social media, <laughs> it, it has happened. Um, and then I started with Microsoft a month and a half later. I started on the 20th of September. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. It's such a good story. Um, and, and I really hope people are inspired, you know, by your journey. I think it is so, so epic. I always like to wrap up with a few random questions. Are you ready for your random questions? Absolutely. But expect random answers if the questions that's good. are going that, to. That, that's what I'd, that's what I'd like. Okay. I'm going to give you an easy one to start with. What's your dream car? If you could own any car, what would you own? dream car i'm not very good at driving i actually just came back from my refreshers driving lessons because now i'm learning how to drive on the left and it's not as easy as you might think so my dream car is the car i bought just recently and it's a honda civic it's a very old one because it needs my dream car is a car i can crash and bash without feeling bad about it (laughs) i love it i love it okay here's here's the next one what's one thing that you like, but it kind of freaks other people out. <laughs> um, I, the way I, I, I like my wine, probably something people just cannot come to terms with. Oh, tell me. I like, I like wine. So if it was, I, I like to mix it with things. And then I always drink it through a straw. So if it was white wine, I would mix it with apple juice. If it was red wine, I would mix it with cranberry juice and then drink it through a straw. People don't seem to to, to (laughs) understand. That's definitely unique. (laughs) Last question. How did you meet your best friend? My best friend? Um, I don't know who I would say my best friend is. I think that's a tricky question. Mm. 
That is interesting. See, if I was given that question, I would find the same thing. I don't know how I would answer that. Because so I can probably pick a person that is important for me. I wouldn't I wouldn't classify them as my best friend, but they're probably something who is important uh, at the moment and we met online. Yeah, yeah. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show and hear your story. Thank uh, you so I much hope for your having audience, me. It's even after awesome. I'm a fake MVP now. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Business Application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the End365 Guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365Guy. Leave me a message here. That would be amazing. Thanks again. Stay safe and see you next time.